I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And this week on Part of Our World, we are talking about the year in review and looking forward to what's ahead. We did this at the beginning of 2019 last year. And so we're returning to that same idea, same concept this year in 2020. What were the highlights of 2019? What happened? And of course, in 2020, what are we looking forward to? And what is Disney going to throw at us this year? So, would you say that we're looking at this with 2020 vision? I would say so. I would say we're wayfinding because I just watched Moana. Yes. So, we're looking ahead to where we we are going mm-hmm. by knowing where we've been. Ah, good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you listen to last year's episode where we did this, and we're going to do this every year, we, we like kind of just year in review and looking ahead. Uh, it, we, we dubbed that segment or not segment but that show rachel reacts because what happens is is me being the research-minded and you know data-driven person i'm going out there and oh it's this that and the other and i just kind of present these facts to rachel and then we get a response out of her so yeah and i'm not the most reactive so i've planned everything here and i'm just listening so hopefully for all of you maybe you're hearing this for the first time as well Oh yeah, so there's there's going to be some interesting stuff here, and I'm I'm going to share hopefully information that might come as a surprise to some people, and then or or if you're like me, I like hearing, you know, what can we look forward to in 2020, and if you're planning that trip, like we hopefully are, it's sort of you know, hey, we're gonna head to the parks this year. What are we gonna get? Or if we're gonna be seeing all these Disney movies, what are we looking forward to? And Rachel, I decided to try to make it a little more interactive for you this year, and I've got some challenges inserted into this. Okay, that's great, Keenan. I can't wait to hear what's in store. <laughs> so, um, just like last time, we're going to start with box office. Okay. okay. So the 2019 box office. We did some work in oh, our yeah, movie this was going a huge year. We knew going into this year, like, man, what a blockbuster year for Disney this would be, and it turns out that is true. Um, Disney, according to the Associated Press, actually accounted for nearly 40% of box office sales. Wow. Yeah. And only 5% of that, actually a little under 5, is from the Fox acquisition. So, you know, about 35% of box office sales were Disney. It's insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, The company had six movies surpass the 1 billion mark. That's 1 billion gross. Uh, and that doesn't even include Rise of Skywalker, which is on its way yeah, and, and should get there. Um, but yeah, uh, it is Disney as the company has grossed more than $10 billion at the global box office, according to CNBC. So there were nine feature films, I guess is what we would call them, box office releases, because we're not including Disney Plus or anything like that in this. Um, nine and seven of them were the top were within the top eight okay. Uh, top grossing box office films of the year. Okay. Of the year. Yes. Wow. 
So here's the first challenge. Can you guess the Disney film that was the highest grossing and the Disney film that was the lowest grossing? Highest would be Avengers Endgame, I'm betting. You are correct. Yes. I think last year we guessed Infinity War and it was Black Panther. But no, oh. this year, in, yes, Endgame slayed. Yeah. Yeah, it broke some record, right? Over Avatar? Yeah. Or... Yeah, but that that is within like a specific time frame. I forget what the exact like the first... record that it broke. But either way, um, yeah, no, no question that that was the number one grossing box office film this year. Okay. And the lowest, the lowest for Disney, we're saying. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go with Dumbo. You are correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought maybe you would guess Maleficent because it seems like there was more buzz around Dumbo. Than there was, was a Maleficent. lot of buzz around Dumbo. Um, but there's a reason why Maleficent outperformed Dumbo, which we'll get to. So um, challenge number two, I said that there were seven of eight of the top grossing films of the year were Disney. Can you guess what the one that was not Disney? I'll give you a hint. It's related. Related mm -hmm. to Disney? Yeah, to Disney IPs. I'm at a blank. I mean, I don't even... Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have even... Sony. Okay, okay. So, and that is that was actually one of the big stories of this year was that whole right. Sony saying, we're not going to do any more Spider-Man with Marvel Studios. And it was like, oh. What's going to happen? Schmeckies. Yeah. yeah. And so we'll... Okay, yeah, I forgot about we'll that. We'll have some updates with that here later right. on in the episode. I'm going to get my brain firing any minute here. Yeah, okay. It's going to start working. No, that, that one was tough. I mean, the only clue I gave you was that they're related. So, all right. Uh, the order then is Avengers Endgame, The Lion King. Really? Over Aladdin? Hmm. Toy Story 4, Captain Marvel, Frozen 2, Rise of Skywalker... And then Aladdin. That surprises me. Surprises I just heard so well. much. Yeah. And I know a stuff. lot of people who went to go see it. Aladdin? Yeah. Yeah. And I heard so much better reviews about Aladdin. And I mean, I guess Lion King's such a big film in general that people, you know, everyone just flocked to go see it. But yeah, and it was a timing thing as well. I think Aladdin was like Memorial Day weekend, which typically underperforms against like the Independence Day time frame okay. which was when we got lion king i forget the exact time that that came out but so yeah basically disney has its best box office year ever and it turns out the best ever of ever disney had the, the best. best box office year for any studio of all ever time. wow yes. I mean, um so, when you release... is, so listen to this this is from variety.com there is simply no precedent for this level of box office domination in modern Hollywood history. No studio has come close. All told, Disney has to date earned $3.76 billion domestically, an all-time record, and $7.35 billion internationally, an all-time record, for a global take of $11.12 billion, yes, an all-time record. Those totals, by the way, do not reflect the grosses from this year's releases from 20th Century Fox. But factoring factoring in Fox Fox inches Disney's worldwide grosses up to thirteen point one five billion, practically a rounding error and a stark reminder of how far Disney's latest acquisition has to go to equal its new corporate cousins. So yeah, the the like the Fox acquisition was 
minor veneer yeah yeah it just i mean but it does seem like what does disney not own at this point okay so that is part of it yeah so they, like, they are a huge corporate conglomerate so yeah but you know these other studios they they're big too maybe not quite that big but you're right and it's probably only going to get i don't know if it's going to get bigger because if you, like when we look forward to the movies that are coming out in 2020, it's just not on the same scale as a new Star Wars movie, right? A new Toy Story movie, a sequel to Frozen. Yeah, there were just Aladdin and a Lion King, like two those 90s are classics, all, live yeah. action remake, live action. Lots of big hitters, I guess you'd say. Yeah, it's like we do have. Well, I guess we won't talk about that yet. What's coming up? Yeah, we'll get to that. Now, interestingly, Dumbo will cost the studio money. I don't know how much they spent to make that movie. Poor sweet Dumbo. Yeah, I know. He was so cute. Yeah, and it was, I don't know, it was bad, but it wasn't like terrible. Yeah. But I I wouldn't want to go see it in the theaters. We only went because of reviewing it. Right. I mean, if I had kids, I mean, we did have, we do have a kid and he went to go see it. I could see taking him, but it was. That was another thing. It, uh, It released at a time of year where maybe not so hot, but Captain Marvel, same thing. And it, well, okay, it beat out Aladdin. But other than that, you've got Frozen 2 and Rise of Skywalker, which those sales will go well into 2020. Right. So you always have to take that with a grain of salt. So yeah, Dumbo is going to cost the studio money. Maleficent is actually doing not great, but I'd have to say probably exceeding their expectations. Um, it should act, it should actually gross about half a billion, but it did pretty well internationally. Interesting. That's why it, but it's still not on. I don't even think it's on the top ten. You know, but you know, yeah, not bad. Can't win them all. Yeah, imagine if they had released like Artemis Fowl this year, like they were supposed to. Probably would have brought that down a little bit, and I think it will next year. I just don't think that movie's going to do well. Yeah. You know, and you had the previous year, the Nutcracker. The Four Realms or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's just some. I don't know. Well, it's, niche, niche. Yeah, and there are movies now like the. Um, I don't know. There's just movies. I, Artemis Fowl, I think, is a good example of this. Where sure, maybe it's made for the big screen, but it feels more like a Disney Plus release. You know, like Dumbo and like Lady and the Tramp was probably better than Dumbo. Yeah, I don't know about that. Arguably, yeah. I'm just saying. Arguably, I'm just saying that that they've got movies now where. I wonder if they don't go the Netflix route where Netflix will have these theatrical releases that are limited releases, releasing just for a small amount of time in a select number of theaters, usually New York, LA, stuff like that. And then it just gets available on Netflix after the critics give it buzz and things like that. So who knows? Who knows? I wouldn't be surprised. So with nine movies, seven in the top 10 grossing movies of the year, Surely this had to have been a down year for the parks, right? I mean, it kind of like ebbs and flows, and this would be sort of an off year where they focus on all these huge blockbuster cinema releases. But that's not true. Not (laughs) even close. Now, I'm not sure about ticket sales. I saw kind of conflicting reports here. It seemed like what I was reading was that quarter three ticket sales were down, overall ticket sales, but gross that they've made from park ticket sales has gone up, so... I don't know if that's because of the ticket price increases where they're selling fewer tickets, but they're making more money. I don't know. So I don't want to report any kind of incorrect data or at least me re- misreading the data there. But I think we can 
say with certainty that it has been a banner year for Disney parks, especially Walt Disney World, but I'd say Disneyland and Walt Disney World. How so, Keenan? Okay. Well, challenge time. Challenge time. Pew, pew, pew. Insert sound effect. What was the first new big thing that the parks, specifically Walt Disney World, did this year? How'd they kick off 2019? Um, and here's my clue. We enjoyed the fruits of this labor. Uh, Toy Story Land. No. <laughs> that was 2018. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> nice uh, try. Was fruits like a, uh, a, a clue? Of, yeah, a little bit. The sweets of the labor. Um. You're not going to get it. Mickey and Minnie's 90th birthday. Oh, yeah. And it was a party that started very early in January and ran the better part of the year. Yeah. Which was kind of a big deal. I mean, if you didn't, like, I've got a list here. I mean, this is, I don't want to say it's in ascending order of, you know, least to greatest or whatever, but it's going to amp up here. And I feel like. It already started out with the Yeah, bang. if you didn't have all those other things, like the Mickey and Minnie's 90th right. was a pretty big deal. I mean, a whole, you know, different, you had the meet and greet, you had the different snacks. Yeah, they had a all, special all parade, didn't they? Well, it was like the one, I think they... Okay, so like the one time thing. Yeah. They had new outfits. Yeah. They did their TV special as well. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, super cool. Um, Hollywood Studios celebrated its 30th anniversary, and they had the new logo come out Which, controversial <laughs> controversial a lot of these are going to be controversial but yeah the whole like i could have made this in word sort of thing i don't mind it it's, it's simple fine. but it, it's funny that like early in the year when not much was going on that was the big drama in disney parks yeah oh but just wait uh also a new attraction opened up this year actually a few but i think one that goes under the radar quite a bit lightning and queen's racing academy opened this year Right. I was excited about that. And then it's a bit underwhelming. It I think is. On our show, we talked about how it seems more of like a traffic diversion. Right. It's another thing that's kind of nestled in back near Rock and Roller Coaster. It's like, hey, do this and get out of the sun. Yeah. And don't. That part's glorious. And don't go get in line for these other things that are already going to have insane lines. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It just for that space. It, it's fine. I just wanted something. More, I guess. Anywho. Okay. Yeah. Um, new restaurants? Am I supposed to guess? No, you're not going to guess. Okay. Good. I, what if I had on here, like, challenge Rachel? Nope. Scratch that. No, I'm not. Well, okay, informed. do you know any new restaurants that opened this year? Nope. Wait, <laughs> I do. Yeah? But it, it just opened. Which is? I don't remember the name of it. Oh, my gosh. Are you talking about Riviera? Yeah. Anyway, getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, Japan opened a new restaurant in Epcot. Takumi Te. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. All right. Okay. Uh, lots and lots of changes at Epcot. In fact, I'd argue that a lot of the exciting things that are happening are not without a cost. I mean, Epcot's basically like a construction zone right now. Right. But um, it did get a new nighttime spectacular. True. Taking away the 20... Like, just fell short of 
was it 20 years for illuminations reflections of earth and yep. uh yeah i think we watched did we we watched the final illuminations and watched the live stream of um epcot forever which is what they're calling the show somewhat ironically since it is going to be replaced right <laughs> later on this but year epcot will live forever epcot will live forever the show, and, not so the, much. and the show kind of pays homage to like yeah the history of Epcot, but Epcot's changing like pretty dramatically. Mm-hmm. So that, maybe the show is like we're holding on to the spirit of Epcot. I, well, it totally is, but it is changing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Hollywood Studios also got a new nighttime show, The Wonderful World of Animation. Um, some resort news: there were two big openings in the resort world. One is that Coronado Springs got an extension; it got the tower, right? The Grand Destino Tower. Yes. Which, of course, sounds pretty cool. It's <laughs> just like that. That happened. That was definitely a thing. yes. Very <laughs> with the times. Time. How tall is the Grand Destino Tower? Approximado. I don't know. You'd have to fact check that one. Um, now certainly you know about the new DVC resort that just opened. We just said it right. (laughs) Yes. Challenge time. What is it called? Riviera. Yes. Yeah. That's it, right? Riviera. Yep. Uh, it's got this like kind of Mediterranean theming going on. Um, it looks really cool. It's a DVC property. Um, it's got... Topolino's restaurant, which is a new character dining. That's what That's it what was. Thinking of. I was yeah. thinking topiary, and I knew that was wrong. No, but same amount of syllables and first three letters were correct. Yeah, so it's got this like art theme to Mickey. Yeah, and many characters have this art theme. Um, yeah, I, it's Mickey's on my list. A, a painter, and Minnie is a poetess. Poetess. Donald is sculptor and Daisy's a dancer. Hey, See, look at yeah, me. Look at you go. I watched uh, DFB Guide today. Yeah. All right. Doing well. Doing well. That was an impromptu trivia. Yeah. Good job, Rachel. I know things. I drink and I know things. Huh? I said I drink and I know things. Just mm-hmm. very few things. So here's a big one. All these things have happened because, of course, this is not... Um, uh, it's parks related, but it's a little bit outside of the parks. Disney released a new transportation system this year. Oh, yes. The Skyliner. I mean, mm-hmm. just what a huge monumental thing on top of all these other right. things that they've done. And it is. I mean, it's huge. Just like the engineering work that had to yeah. take place there. I mean, it spans a vast amount of space. Yes. And those things seem like they truck along pretty nicely, maybe yeah. a little too nicely, as it's been not without its fair share of problems. Do you remember? It was like within the first week, there was that major yeah. crash. Like people were stranded. For like three hours. Yes. They had to use their bags to pee in or mm-hmm. whatever. And One car in particular had to be like evacuated by, oh man, I don't know, yes. the fire department. So does that divert you from wanting to oh no ride it heck no no i'm gonna ride it for sure i'm gonna be real nervous when we do i think the smart thing to do right now is just don't well this don't is drink true. a lot before you get on <laughs> no this is true of all disney transportation yeah don't drink a lot before you go on uh give yourself plenty of time like do not bank on 
getting there and if it says you know if it's all estimated it's going to take 20 minutes to get from point a to the park yeah like bank the rest of your fast passes on it or something i'd say with the skyliner give yourself with a bus you give yourself like an hour maybe an hour and a half skyliner give yourself like a good two hours and hey you still might miss it if it totally breaks down but yeah just don't don't you know expect breakdowns especially with a new thing but i don't know man there's a lot of things to make you anxious on a Skyliner, I feel like. I'm still totally Just going it. the height. Yeah. The. I'm looking forward to it. I'll ride it by myself. I'll beat you there. In I'll, a... I'll beat you to Epcot. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. I mean, I'll probably ride it, but I'll be just anxious about it the whole time, I'm sure. Yeah. So, all that to say, I think that still, Disney trumped all of that with a new land in Disneyland and Disney World. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yes. I did know about this one. <laughs> of course. I yeah. won't stop talking about it for one. So Yeah. Like we have to get there. And it's you know, it's all you hear about, like when it opened with Smuggler's Run and just everything and you had the the I mean just we were inundated with information about the lightsaber building and the droid workshops and the blue milk and the green milk and so i feel like even if you weren't there you're like i kind of know what's going on yeah that too um and then just recently rise of the resistance opened and i've heard that it's just one of the best rides ever created more than just a ride lots of delays Some might say. yes more than just a ride yeah i have a co-worker whose family goes quite frequently and i we, we had our first day back the other day and He's like, yeah, we went to Disney World. I was like, oh my gosh, did you ride Rise of the Skywalker? And Rise of the Resistance. Or yeah, <laughs> sorry. Rise of the Resistance. And um, he's like, oh yeah. He's not even a big Star Wars fan, but he's just like, you know, I, he started to tell me, like, did you know? And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to know anything. Like, I don't want to have it spoiled. And he's like, oh yeah, if you're going to go soon, he's like, I won't spoil it for you. He goes, all I can say is that I thought it was just a ride. It's not just a ride. Which is cool. Whatever Especially that means. Not- a Star Wars person. I don't know what that means, but... Well, it's a story. An experience, I'm sure. You guys who have written it, tell me if I'm accurate here. I told Rachel that it was like the modern day Star Wars equivalent of Splash Mountain. I do love Splash Mountain. In that, as you get you the dark ride, you surely get the animatronics, know. you get a little bit of thrill, you get a story. It's just, it has it all. That's what I'm thinking. All right, well, the we'll true see. feat of Imagineering. I'm excited to find out someday. So that's a heck of a lot going on with the parks. I mean, like I said, I think it was just a banner year. Like very few years, I think, are going to compare to what Disney did this year. And I we... made the joke earlier. I was like, it's like they knew we were making a Disney podcast. And since we've only been out a year and a half or so. What, just giving just... us stuff to talk about? Yeah. Yeah, keeping us busy. Well, and I feel like last year we had things to talk about, but it was sort of like, like a lot of the trivial stuff just got, when I was, you know, doing research and recalling and trying to think like, oh yeah, what were the big things this year? Last year I was saying things like, oh, Disney got rid of plastic straws and paper (laughs) straws and they're replacing photographers with computers and those do matter, but they're like trivial compared to Disney made a new transportation system. Yeah. Small potatoes is what my dad would say. Yeah. But we haven't even talked about, I, I think, perhaps Disney's greatest 
endeavor this year in that they did something that they have yet to do in 2019. They've never done. They did something they have yet to do? They created their own streaming service. 2019 saw Disney Plus come to fruition. Yes. I just got confused the way you said that, but... Yeah, I'm a confusing person. Okay. Yes, Disney Plus. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's monumental. And I remember reading stuff before Disney Plus came out that was just like Disney's shareholders, Disney, the, the money that Disney brings in and the, the rising and falling of their stocks is going to be swayed way more by the success of Disney Plus than it is park tickets and movie sales. Like you've got some, some constants there and they go up and down. But Disney Plus is this whole new thing that they're dumping all these resources into and you know what I mean? Just yeah, they 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 are a direct competitor with Netflix mm-hmm. and Hulu. Sorry, and Hulu, Amazon Prime, and then you've got like the other networks like HBO and stuff like that. And I'd say right out of the gates, you know, because they had what ten million subscribers within a week. But right out of the gates, they are immediate competitors. They're not seeing Netflix numbers yet, but they just don't have as much material either. Well, they haven't been out that long, but they've already got people talking about like, why would I need Netflix if I have Disney Plus? And that, now we're in this time frame where all this stuff is leaving Netflix and is starting to show up right. on Disney Plus. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need that back. Mm-hmm. And we're getting new, we're getting Disney theatrical releases. Like, I think it's a week from now, we're getting Toy Story 4. Nice. Very exciting. Um, Finding Dory will get up there. It is perplexing that some stuff is not on there. Yeah, it's like, sure. well... Yeah, I don't know what the formula is for what is on there and what's not. Because they're not going to put everything. I mean, because they want you to go out and buy the, you know, Toy Story 4 DVD. Or, sorry, Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> still living in 2008 here. Um, but. So they do like, yeah, they do a delayed release to hopefully boost DVD sales, Blu-ray sales, I guess. <sighs> I don't know. And then like like Mulan's but, not on there right now. Finding Dory's not on there. Yeah. Those are both ones I wanted to watch today. So Yeah. Well Mulan was on Netflix. So some of that stuff is on other streaming yeah, services just and will make slowly it. Slowly taking them back. Over. Yeah, and there could be a delay, you know, between when it leaves Netflix and when it shows up on Disney Plus. But Netflix loses friends, is losing the office. And Disney Plus just keeps gaining amazing content. So, it's huge. Yeah. Huge. Totally new movies. The Mandalorian, the first ever live action Star Wars show that was like, you know, created for Disney Plus. It wasn't created for Disney Plus, but, you yeah. know, a flagship show of Disney Plus. Shows that I didn't think I would like, like High School Musical, the musical, the, the show. Series. The series. Yeah. Uh, are, are decent hits. And so, uh, to me, it's just the tip of the iceberg for Disney Plus. Very exciting. We'll see. For me, I think they need to keep releasing new stuff to keep people interested. Because it's like, oh, you know, some, you know, you might, people have the whole collection of DVDs, Blu-rays, and some people have a, you know, they might just not want to see old stuff or old DCOMs or whatever. So, So, yeah, the, the signature vault or whatever they're calling it. Yes, I can see that with one exception. Very few people have Blu-ray play or 4K Blu-ray players 
and are consequently buying 4K Blu-rays. Some of those movies don't even exist in 4K Blu-rays. And I don't know how many of them are 4K on Disney+, Plus, but that is one thing that kind of blows me away about Disney+, Plus is that the 4K content is free. Whereas we're on the lowest tier of Netflix, you know, mm-hmm. and still paying more than Disney+, Plus, and we're getting the lowest resolution because I don't want to pay for Netflix, 4K, whatever. High def. We'll have to have a, are we keeping Netflix conversation here right. after this episode? Right. Well, there's The Witcher. <sighs> Got to at least finish that. I don't <laughs> care about that. Anyway, Sorry. I think that's a good to segue, Rachel, like because you said, what what do we have to look forward to for Disney Plus that's going to keep us subscribed? Of course, we did the three-year subscriptions. We're locked in. Mm-hmm. But for everyone else, what, is, what does 2020 have in store? So let's start with Disney Plus, and we'll just talk briefly about this because I don't think it's as big as the other stuff. So for starters, and I'm starting with like probably the last thing that's going to come out in 2020. What arguably. I'm most excited about. Yeah, what I'm most <laughs> excited about is Mandalorian Season 2. Yes. And I thought we would have to wait until 21. 2021 for this, and who knows if it'll get bumped back. Probably, but... But they said fall of 2020, and I cannot wait. What a great so show. Fingers crossed it's that not happens. not quite what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like more on an epic scale like Game of Thrones... Yeah. In the Star Wars universe, but it's a serial like TV Western set in the Star Wars universe with a thread, a story that ties it all together and things have been getting heated up, but every episode standalone is just so entertaining. Yeah. I I mean, I really liked it. I I think it wasn't what I thought at first, but I kind of like that. It was like a little more lighthearted than I expected and you don't have to be a total Star Wars guru yeah. to understand it and so yeah i just and psh, baby yoda hmm. has my heart forever so as us all yes it's my <laughs> background on my phone right now yeah uh, another surprise is that wandavision was supposed to come out in 2021 originally and they said that that is now supposed to come out in 2020 very cool i, I part of me thinks that this was a uh, crap like we don't have enough of this content that people are just chomping at the bit to get the marvel stuff the star wars stuff so we need to make sure to have more than just the other marvel show which is the falcon and winter soldier which is slated for late 2020 so we might be waiting a while for both of those but i'm pretty excited for both of those shows yeah i'm a big as you might know if you're listeners of the show big cap fan over here so i'm excited for that story i do love the winter soldier but it's yeah. it's gonna not gonna be Captain America. Oh, I know, but it's still his crew. Bucky. Yeah, yeah. it's Bucky Barnes. His boy. Yeah. Uh, so some other high interest stuff for us: Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Now, and my full disclaimer here: I have not seen more than a handful of episodes of The Clone Wars, which I now plan on watching after I've just been reading all the stuff about the Mandalorian and how it ties in stuff from the Clone Wars and how important the Clone Wars is to the Star Wars canon. But I think it's a pretty big deal that they're releasing a new season. So I think that's, that's an exciting one. Yeah. Um, and then Monsters at Work, the first Pixar show, right? They've done Pixar shorts, but it's the first like Pixar IP show that we're getting that i'm aware of yeah Yeah. i i I think that's correct so pretty exciting some other i think you know we're just 
hitting on some big tickets here. This is not everything coming to Disney Plus in 2020. And we're only talking about original content here. There's tons of stuff that has not been released that's old that they're releasing in 2020. Original content, uh, the first scripted series for 2020, so like High School Musical, the series, is called Diary of a Future President. Not really sure what all that's about. Kids show. I imagine it, you know, it's just going to feel like Disney Channel yeah. type content. That's cool. Whatever. Looks like a cool, People like that cool stuff. Story. Yeah. Um, Stargirl, which is based on a Jerry Spinelli novel. He's a big YA author. Back when I used to teach middle school, I was recommending his books all the time. I haven't read Stargirl, Stargirl, though. It's going to be on my list, though. Yeah, you should read it. Read, I will. It, before the, read it before that show comes out. Or yeah. movie, sorry. So that's, I like yeah, YA so that's a fiction. Length movie. And you do? I do. And I do. Yeah. We also have... Oh, you're just telling me. (laughs) (laughs) But Rachel's excited about this one, so go ahead and say it. Well, the Lizzie McGuire season three, which I didn't realize there were only two seasons before because it seemed like such a bigger part of my adolescence. But yeah, Lizzie McGuire season three. I'm excited to see what that's all about, although they don't have Miranda, but... We'll see how they do. This just is Lizzie all and Gord- I don't Lizzie know and Gordo. about Lizzie McGuire. Well, good show. Yeah, and they got like the parents, like Lizzie's parents, and yeah. I think her hey, for, brother for Jake. For fans of the original, I'm, yeah, so I'm excited for you all. I'm excited for myself. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you're going to watch it. This will be one of those shows that you watch. And I hope it's good. It seems like it will be. Apart from me. But the, um, the reboot of Full House was... Little... You watched that entire season, though. I watched the entire first season. Yeah, and then you were like, I'm not I like, watching can't, season two. I can't do it. <laughs> can't but, do I mean, it. people love it still. It's like nostalgia, but I kind of fell off that wagon. But So I'm hoping Lizzie McGuire, maybe it's not as cheesy. I don't know. Yeah. It still keeps what we love about it. Yep. And the final one I've got here is something, Rachel, that we've talked about. We need to get caught up on. We need to watch Phineas and Ferb, the show. Yes. I've watched and, a couple episodes with and our And I have kid. as well. Yeah. And it's the funny thing is the first episode we watched, I was like, I've seen this before. Yeah. I've seen like two Phineas and Ferb episodes ever. It was like a roommate had it on back when I was in college or something. I was like, oh, that's, I know this entire, the entire plot of this episode, which was bizarre. But anyway, we need to get on that because the movie comes out in the summer, Candace Against the Universe, and it should be a treat for Phineas and Ferb fans. I know people are very excited about this one. Yeah. I need to, hit up Tom and Michelle from Hyperion Adventures podcast to see because they did an episode on like the best song like Disney songs and Michelle had a bunch of Phineas and Ferb ones and like mm-hmm. there's been a couple songs on the ones that I've seen but none of those epic ones so I need to yeah. find those yeah it's a show that we should watch gifts. with our son yeah but I'm just so into the new DuckTales DuckTales reboot it's, it's very real good. good that's mm-hmm. become like our show so okay so that's Disney plus I think we can, Said enough we can, about we can that. move on from that. It's it is a big deal, but it's not nearly as big as what is happening in the box office and in the parks. All right, I don't think so. Box office twenty twenty. This is going to be kind of a crazy year, I think, for Disney because now we are officially bringing in twentieth century Fox and all the umbrella studios that or the, all the studios that fall under that umbrella. So what I'm going to do here, Rachel? Quiz time. <laughs> Quiz time is I am going to tell you movies that are Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, if they exist, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to throw in some Fox movies. And I'm not going to say, hey, which ones are Fox and which ones are not. That's not the challenge. The challenge is I only picked some of the Fox movies. I think there's like in total 
50 it's, it's a crazy number of movies coming out when you consider the fox yeah, like studio. i said what does disney not own at this point so but what i'm gonna do is i'm going to pick certain ones that i think are some way shape or form like fit into the disney verse and so you're gonna tell me why i picked that particular movie some of them you're gonna have no idea but that's that's okay 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 some of them you're like, oh yeah i get it okay um so first up before i mentioned um you know the spider-man and kind of the drama with spider-man being owned by sony and him leaving the mcu uh, this was a funny one of the big stories from this year if you will um tom holland apparently um had a drunken phone conversation with i think it was the head of the sony studios okay yeah. it may, it may have it might, it might be wrong there i might Sounds have my right, facts though. mixed up it might be marvel studios but apparently he reached out to them sober and was like, you know, I just really want to talk about this. I want to express, you know, just my gratitude for working with this. Anyway, all this stuff. But they returned the call after he had had a couple drinks. He's like, I got to answer this. And it's just this really funny story where he pours his heart out <laughs> over the phone, like very emotional. And I love him. He's such just yeah. like a... He just a seems swell like guy. A, he just seems like a swell guy. Um, but apparently that, I mean, that was the thing that kind of like turned the tide. So that's sweet. Yeah. Sadly, we are not getting any Spider-Man content in 2020. We'll just have to Marvel wait. content, but no Spider-Man. So here we go. Uh, the first, and I, I try to keep these in release order. I think I, for the most part, I have them in the correct chronological order. First of these is a fox. And it is Call of the Wild. And and I'm supposed to guess why you... I'll, I'll give you this one, okay? Starring Harrison Ford. Ah, yeah. well, that's right. So, that's how the game is played. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm going to do so well at this. So well, yes. If you're keeping track at home, that is zero points for Rachel. I didn't understand how the game worked. But now you do. Okay, well, then we'll say you're zero out of zero. Okay, you haven't gotten an official one yet. 100%. Uh, the next movie, Onward, is coming out March 6th. And by the way, I got all of these dates from Screen Rant. Got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, that being said, sometimes sites have conflicting release dates. So go to Screen Rant if these dates are wrong. Not me. I'm just the messenger. Just the reporter, if you will. Indeed. But yeah, Onward looks fun. Disney Pixar, Mashup Studios there. Um, Chris Pratt. Tom and Tom Holland. Holland. Uh, on March 27th, we get our live-action Mulan. Excited about that, even mm -hmm. though I'm continuously disappointed by Disney live-actions. I think this one's going to be different because I think it's not trying to recreate the animated. That they're trying to do a whole new story with Mulan. Yeah. I so, I mean, I will say... I've been kind of what Dumbo did a little bit. Kind of, and that didn't go so well. But they also did that with Cinderella, and that did go well. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, people, no, I, liked, I liked the Cinderella. People have different opinions on that, but here's the thing about the Cinderella one: I just kind of wanted the music, right? And but that's we... people's biggest thing with Mulan. Every time I hear, I can't believe they're not doing the music, and or that Mushu's not in it, and like people are like, I don't even want to see it because of those reasons. I'm like, yeah. well, it's going to be a different movie, and you have to go in expecting a completely yeah. different movie. I think I went into Cinderella not knowing that it was like that, and so that's why I was disappointed. I'm like, wait, where's the fat mouse that talks? Right, no mice, but yeah. still, they managed to pull it off, despite Gus not being there. Anywho. Yep, so 
March 27th. Right around my birthday, so kind March, of. March, pretty big month there for us podcasters who review Disney movies. I was going to say for a living, but for a living. <laughs> this is not for a living. Yes. This is a hobby, and we love it. Next up on our list is New Mutants. This is a Fox release, New Mutants, on April 3rd. So it's like X-Men. Yes. It is related to the X-Men universe. Actually, it has Maisie, um, is Maisie Williams, are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yes, good. See? One for one. Okay. Woohoo. May 1st, Black Widow. Uh, my next one on here is Artemis Fowl. For some reason, I did not write down the date. I think I'm just super not <laughs> excited for that movie at all. I need to just read the books, but whatever. Yeah, maybe I will. Um, super excited for the next one. June 19th, we get Soul. All right. The Pixar film. Yeah, I'm interested in this one. I wonder how they're... Because it seems very Inside Out-ish. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how they're going to differentiate. But they never just like... Never it's disappoint. Pixar, yeah. It's Pixar. But, yeah. They've had some, I mean, good dinosaur. They've got some duds. Right. Cars, too. So you can't just say that they're going to hit a home run, but I am cautiously optimistic that it's not just going to be an inside out ripoff. And my only, my only fear is that it just is such a beautiful looking film, but then they do that with soul and that's like inside out style animation. Yeah. And I'm just worried that too much of the movie is going to be like that cartoony. I'm like, give me the realistic cityscapes. Yeah. And that jazz guy. Into that. That jazz guy. That's his um, name on the billing. Yeah, that jazz guy. Just kidding. The July release. And actually, I mean, there's nothing July 4th weekend, but you've got it's that, that holiday is bookended by Seoul and then Jungle Cruise on July 24th. Oh, yeah. Which could just, be, fun. It could just be a total... Like Jumanji style. Yeah, but I don't care. I'm going to see it. Dorkiness. I'm going to see it, and I think it'll be a fun ride. A fun, fun cruise, if you will. Yeah, I'll, I'm excited to see it. Okay, next up is a Fox one. It says August 14th, and it is the one and only Ivan. Nope. Nah, you got nothing. So this is a children's literature book. So it's... I think gonna have some fun sort of like CGI animation with the live actors in it, um, but it has Angelina Jolie. Oh, who's a Disney queen? Yes, so. evil queen, but a queen nonetheless. On September eighteenth, another Fox release, The King's Man. Do you know what this one is? Nope. It's a prequel to The King's Men. Oh, okay. I don't know why it's on the list. I just think yeah. those Kingsman movies are so fun. The King's Man. So I'm excited for this one. So. I left off um I left off that Ryan um Reynolds free guy. That actually might be July fourth release. But that's the one where he's an NPC in a video game and he becomes self aware. The one where our four year old son got onto your Chromebook and was watching movie oh, trailers yeah. and this is like oh a rated R movie trailer. <laughs> Yeah. Very violent, like blowing a hole through another character in the game. Yeah, it was very helicopters exploding into buildings. I'm like Right. It was, was like, like Did you watch Grand this? Theft like, Auto? No. And then in I real showed, life. like came on again. I was like, Is this the one you saw? And he's like, Yeah. I go, Was it cool? He's like, Yeah. God. <laughs> he hasn't um, had any nightmares. But so. I do like I do like that the um 
in the trailer for that movie before the action starts it's like from the studios that brought you coco and they just named like three <laughs> disney movies <laughs> even though it's not really i thought i'm like that's pretty oh. funny it's very ryan reynolds humor because now they're owned by disney Okay, on November 6th. Okay, so the end of the year, for, for me, the end of the year is where it heats up. But already this is so underwhelming compared to 2019. Mm -hmm. Like completely and utterly underwhelming. Uh, but on November 6th, we get The Eternals, which is a new Marvel movie. Now, part of the reason I'm so excited for this, I, I know very little about The Eternals. Okay, I'm not a comic book guy and I don't really know my stuff. I had to pause there because I thought of comic guy from Simpsons. Oh, you know, kind of. um, but I'm excited because we're, we're, we're heading into the new phase of Marvel yeah. like, storyline because Spider-Man Far From Home was like the, the end of that. And so I'm excited to see like what's going to happen. I know you got Black Widow early in the or earlier in the year, but that's like that's exploring her backstory right. and stuff. This is like advancing into the new realm of Marvel movies. So yeah. pretty excited for this one. Our Thanksgiving release that we'll be seeing rachel this year is raya and the last dragon this is disney's animated feature also okay. exciting because it's totally new yeah i love when they do this it doesn't always hit home but it's exciting it's not just another sequel and sequels don't get wrong they're exciting like frozen 2 was great sometimes i mean like i just think back to coco right that was Moana. pixar though okay moana, moana was disney and when those came out it was just like what is this i don't know yeah. and i just fell in love Right. Like first viewing, I'm just like, I love this film. It's incredible. So so I'm excited to see what they do with Raya and the Last Dragon. I mean, and dragons are cool. So. <laughs> yes. So you have that. I'm just saying from a taking your kid to the movies on Thanksgiving Day point of view, that'll be a selling point. We could tell our son we're going to see whatever. It's going to the movies, get some popcorn. He'll be yeah. very excited. Um, and then... Strangely, I didn't see anything Disney, like straight up Disney for like the Christmas time release. So it looks like we're going to be seeing West Side Story. Okay. Am I supposed to guess why you chose yeah, this? Yeah, why is this on the list? It's a musical. Yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's a musical, yeah, but it's also a good one. And Steven Spielberg directing it. That's right. This is, it could be good. Could be good. I love the original West Side Story. Yeah. And I love Spielberg. So I always see. go into West Side Story thinking it's just going to be a fun, vibrant time. And it's then got moments of fun. Vibrancy. It is until it's, until it's very not. much not <laughs> because it's based off of a tragedy. Yeah. I remember one year we went, to, like, I was like, I just want to watch something like fun because I was feeling you just. You picked West Side Story? Like winter bluesy. I was just feeling sad. And I was like, well, at the end of the movie, I'm like, that, that didn't help. You know what else <laughs> is kind of like that? And we're getting off track here, but that's okay. That's what we do here at Purple Podcast from time to time. We're no, we're no Dillo's Diz siblings with our fun antics and rants, but we can get out there. La La Land did the same thing. It starts off a very fun kind of like, it's colorful. They're dancing yeah. in the streets. She's going to this party. Think fun things are going to happen. He's this fun jazz musician, pianist angsty. guy. Yeah, a little angsty, but it's like, it's, it's cool right. and edgy. And, and then, then it's like, it just, that, that, that movie just, just goes downhill. Oh, it just gets so <laughs> sad. Yeah. Yep. I still love it, but I don't know. I've been thinking about that movie a lot lately. I think should we probably just watch need it. to rewatch it. Yeah. Because then cut it off before the last song. 
No. We, and this is, we are now a La La Land podcast. Yeah. We disagree about the ending of La La Land. I no, think it's totally I like the ending. I don't like Emma Stone's last just long, the way she sings. terrible you song. You didn't like the ending though either. I didn't mind it. And the ambiguity and. No, I didn't, I didn't okay. mind it that much. Okay. I thought it was I thought totally it was like, this is life. Yeah. This is how life works. It is. I just didn't like Emma Stone's last. So your, it's not the it last. Was like, it was a very cynical movie. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Nope. Sorry if we just can't have your la la's and la la too. Still a good movie. Go see it. Okay, that is movies. Enough about movies. What does everybody really want to hear about? And that is, of course, the parks. The parks. And you know, we did. We should mention this earlier. We are Walt Disney World people. We have never been to Disneyland. We have very strong desires to go to Disneyland, but. From Ohio, it takes a lot of money just to get out to California. So, you know, now that I'm a travel agent and with an earmarked agency, it's very exciting. Uh, I'll I'll give you guys the information for that at the end of the episode if you're interested. Um, I owe it to myself, I think, to get out to Disneyland to be able to provide that to my clients. But no, you contact me about Walt Disney World, and it's, I don't want to say a wealth of knowledge, I can toot my own horn here, but that's like what I know. Yeah. And if I don't know it, I'm going to research it and find out about it. So this is where we're coming from. I do have one piece of Disneyland news, but the rest is Walt Disney World Park in Orlando, Florida. This is not the parks worldwide. I'm sure there's some fantastic stuff going on. We're not going to talk about it. So um, you'll appreciate this, Rachel. 2020 is getting a new sing-along. Woohoo! Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I did hear this. It's going to alternate shows with the new France movie that shows in that little theater that's in that like train station depot area. Cool. Yep. So you'll be able to go sing Beauty and the Beast songs. Excellent. I love singing Beauty and the Beast songs. Yep. Um, speaking of that, films. Canada's getting a new film. Updated I hear film. that's been it's been time for that for a while. Yeah, no more Martin Short, I'm guessing. Actually I know. It's it's Eugene Levy and um the other lady from Best in Show. Oh, what's her name? Catherine O'Hara. Yes, Catherine O'Hara. So that show, I mean, that is probably going to be super funny. Both of those guys. Yeah, really she's funny. hilarious. Yeah. I don't know who the other guy is, but I'm sure um, I would if I saw him. It's the guy from American Pie with the thick glasses. Oh, yeah. yeah. The dad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, speaking of movies, China is also getting an updated film, the 360 theater film. And we have Awesome Planet coming to the Land Pavilion, which replaces a okay. show. I'm blanking on what it was called, but it was closed last time we were there. Gotcha. I really haven't seen any of these shows, so. Yeah, I watched them. I think I watched them all when I was a kid because I was obsessed with World Showcase. But we, yeah. this time with World Showcase, we were, I feel like we, I mean, we spent an entire day there and still didn't get to do everything that we wanted to do. I wanted to watch the show. In Canada, but I forget why we didn't. We had just missed the start of it, and I didn't want to wait around. Even though it was, and we had to get to Donald. Brilliantly Duck in, we had cool. To get to it Donald was Donald Duck. Duck, Duck, Duck. Yeah, Mexico. we had a plan to see Donald Duck in Mexico. Well, you say that, but then we still stopped for food like three times. It was so cool in that <laughs> pavilion garden. It was behind the waterfall. Yeah. It was glorious. Yeah. I was like, let's just stay here for like an hour, please. So here's one for you, Rachel. New restaurant in 2020, the Regal Eagle. And this is all yes. the buzz right now on Twitter. I know you're not you're not big on the does Twitter, Twitter scene. like I am. No, but, but I did see your tweet that it was something about. Oh yeah, there's this whole there was this one tweet about 
basically having an issue with Sam Eagle representing the United States hmm. in Epcot World Showcase. And I think it kind of stems from the whole, like, IPs shouldn't be in World Showcase, so, like, Frozen shouldn't be part of Norway. I think those are two separate arguments. I think, I don't know, Sam Eagle, it's not like he's the host of the United States. It's a restaurant, a barbecue restaurant, barbecue and beer restaurant that just has him as, like, a theme. I'm mm-hmm. all for it. Yeah, I think. I mean, anytime we can get the Muppets in there. Yeah. So anyway, it. this guy like basically insulted everyone who thinks that this is a good idea, and then people got on him saying, "Oh, really? You think your opinions are that highfalutin, high and mighty?" But no, it's it's people are divided on it. I'm all for it. I'm excited. So we should be getting that hopefully in early 2020. Okay. The thing I'm most excited for in 2020 is something I was very excited for in 2019. And then Disney ripped it from my clutches. It was supposed to open yes. before our trip. We had it all planned out. And then they said, ah, no. Looking back on 2019, it's like, yeah, no wonder they pushed this project. Back. Right. They How had are enough they doing going all on. this other stuff? Uh, but that is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, Runaway Railway. Wait, sorry. Runaway <laughs> Railway. Railroad. Runaway. I think it's Railway. Okay. Anyway, March 4th. My birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday Happy to birthday, me. Birthday, Rachel. That's what birthday we should do trip. for your birthday. I know. It's yeah. totally We'll just start a GoFundMe. Reasonable. Rachel's birthday. Get you down there. Take me to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah. No, I don't want to do anything opening weekend. Yeah. I just don't want to deal with that. We'll still be like, there. I'm really hoping by the time we go that Rise of the Resistance is not, I don't have to be there at four in the morning. That's my hope. Oh, my dream. That'll be nice, but we can um, do it. We're also getting Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Yes. Which is a replica of the Disneyland Paris attraction of the same name. I think it's the same name. Um, I'm pretty excited for this one. Should this one is slated for summer of 2020. They don't have an official date yet, so I'm hoping that that one doesn't get pushed back. Who knows? They could do a um, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge on us and announce it couple months earlier than people were expecting. That would be very cool. And along with that, they're getting the creperie. That's in right. In France. I'm into that. Yeah, I love crepes. We need to make more crepes in our I life. I feel like France, all the like snack locations always have super long lines. Yes. So it's so like the creperie. Like, Maybe we'll get some someday. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll probably see the line and be like, I can do without crepes today. Yeah. Go get some. Go get a baguette. Or cocky gory. Mm. Okay. On. Yeah. Um, another new restaurant. This one sounds. I know this one. Phenomenal. What is it? Well, I don't know the name. Trivia time. <laughs> What's it's the theme? Space. Yes. Space. Twenty twenty. It's no. two hundred twenty. <laughs> I, you know, I had originally written down twenty twenty because I'm just like that makes sense, and I was like, they're not going to call it space twenty twenty, like the year that it really like if anything would be like space forty twenty. Yeah. It's so 220. 220. Yeah, I'm sure that stands though. for something. Probably 2020. Um, but yeah, this is the one where all the windows like are space and yeah, you get night and views. It's themed. And... They have like a thousand bottles of wine, and the 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 story behind it is that they before they went on this expedition, <laughs> they stocked up on a bunch of wine. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, and I heard like to get there, you go. Oh, you go up on a huge elevator that like mimics like a space launch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we probably will not do this one because i can't imagine this one's in our right. price range but it, it sounds awesome so that is also supposed to be 2020 
as we mentioned before, you've got Epcot Forever is temporary. It is going to be replaced by Harmonious, with U.S. capitalized. Us. I said U.S. as in like World Showcase. That's not what it is. It's us as us in United. We? Yeah. Illuminations. Like we're all together. So I think yeah. they're trying to keep that a little bit. But the speculation is that it's going to be pretty IP heavy that they're going to bring in. Because, you know, Epcot Forever ends with Aladdin. People ruined it. Anyway, speculation this is going to feature more because we've got Moana coming. That's more likely going to be 2021, but I guess it's worth mentioning that the, the Moana, I forget what it's called, but the Trail of Water or whatever they're putting in. Epcot is just a hot mess right now. Yeah. I, I want to go on our next trip for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and food and wine. Food and wine. Like, I just want to basically spend the whole day in World Showcase. Yeah. And ride Soren. Which is also world themed, so it'll just be. be a, yeah. We're gonna just stay away from the innovations demolition area. Maybe even enter by the Skyliner entrance on the other Maybe side. Maybe even take the Skyliner. See, now you're talking. <laughs> Told you we were taking the Skyliner. It's a question of if we'll arrive at our destination. But I would, but I would like to see Harmonious. Now this is scheduled for summer again. Tentative date, nothing set in stone. Um, we watched Epcot Forever, so I would, I don't know. Even though Harmonious is going to have a much longer run, and I guess this is my only chance to see Epcot Forever, I wasn't, like, wowed by it. Whereas Homo- Harmonious is, is supposed to be, like, the next yeah. level of Disney nighttime spectaculars. So, And we we're we going to close down Epcot when we go. Oh, yeah. it will be our first kid-free trip. That's the plan anyway. That's the plan. Go fund me. <laughs> Um, another Epcot World Showcase update is we are getting the DuckTales adventure replacing the Agent P from Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, now that I'm finally getting to that, know but finally getting to know Agent P. Like I said, but... I'm so into DuckTales, it doesn't yeah. matter. And the next time we go with our kid, we're totally doing the DuckTales thing. Very excited for this. And I, I understand the whole Agent P, he's like an agent that travels around the world and stuff, but DuckTales really fits the adventuring around the world theme that that scavenger hunt kind of has you doing yeah so i'm into it doesn't feel out of place or anything um lastly and this might be 2020 again might be 2021 but toy story land is hopefully by the end of the year getting a long-awaited upgrade in a table service restaurant the barbecue rodeo yeah yeah because right now they just have the andy's lunch box thing which is a quick service yeah so so two barbecue restaurants. I know that's kind of interesting. You think they they would gone with another choice? I don't know. I think are you hoping a, though? I think barbecue is a safe bet. You hoping to get your pork sliders at Regal at the Eagle? Regal Eagle, yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping to get a craft beer and a f- the freaking pulled pork slider. Amazing. I'm guessing that'll stay a Flower and Garden signature Maybe. sandwich, but. But if it's hope. anything even close to that level of barbecue, it's going to be delicious. And it's Muppets. Yeah. I'm there. I doubt it'll be like overly Muppets. Right. But maybe just as no, like... I don't think we're going to get like entertainment. That would be great. And I'll just say like a dinner show. <laughs> like... um, Like great moments in history, but like during dinner. Yes. Oh my gosh. That would never happen, but it'd be great. <laughs> yes. 
watch them just move them up. Like the whole reason they're shutting down great moments in history is they're like, we're just going to move this on over to America, U.S. in World Showcase. I wouldn't hate it. I'd rather have that than them completely getting rid of it. Right. Yes. Okay, so that's that's all the Disney World stuff I got. I mean, again, I think 2019 is just going to go was, down as just this. That's a great cor- moment in history. Cornerstone year mm-hmm. for the future of Disney moving forward. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The Skyliners had their fair share of issues. Um, the uh, the Epcot changes are all negative right now. Like in 2019, there was nothing like that I can think of. It was like, hey, yeah. Epcot they got this great. Yeah, upgrade. it's like, moving well, this forward, is down there. Did Yeah. Yeah, but moving forward, it's going to be crazy. And people are not people are scared of what they're going to do to Epcot. But change is inevitable. It's going to happen. So, yeah. you know. It's the nature of the park as it is. Hope, hope, hope for the best. You know, I'm not going to go in pessimistic. I'm going to go in open-minded and see what they do. The concept art looks cool. Sadly, we're not getting most of that until 2021. And beyond. And actually, 2021 is going to be another huge year because you got the 50th anniversary Tron light cycles coming out. Like, Oh, yeah. That's going to be a big one. We're definitely going then. Yeah. This year is more up in the air. So just you know, donate to the cause. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so um, Disneyland does have big news, though, that I think is worth mentioning on our show. And that is this summer they are getting the Marvel... Uh, Adve- Avengers Campus. That's right. That's cool. That's super cool. Yeah. So another good reason why we're holding off on Disneyland just a little bit. Honestly, our main reason for hitting the pause button is Incredicoaster has such a high height requirement that we want our kid to be tall enough to ride it. Because we can't take him right. and have him see that coaster and not ride and it. Be like, mm, he's sorry. Seen, he's done the video so many times that he would just it would be... He's not a meltdown kid, but this would be. Like oh yeah, that would complete. That meltdown. would trigger it. <laughs> That'd be sad. But yeah, but now you got the Avengers Campus to look forward to, and cool, cool. All so right. that is Rachel reacts. Vision. <laughs> Rachel reacts. Tried to make it a little more interactive. I love this stuff. Like I, I know Rachel that for the for you these types of episodes are not as exciting. I feel like I'm more just like, I don't know, doing an informative talk or whatever but i get so excited about this stuff and just like i loved looking back on 2019 and and just kind of being kind of blown away at at everything disney had accomplished you know we didn't even mention the imagineering story which we've been watching on disney plus like what a fantastic like show documentary um but it makes me watching that documentary i know that people have their like concerns about the future of disney but it makes me really excited for what we have to look forward to in future years. I yeah. just hope they figure out the whole price gouging that, that seems to be happening right now. Yeah. Like it seems to be pretty bad, and I hope that it levels out at some point where they just don't price us being a middle-class family. that they're just, We're just priced out of Disney. Right. That would be awful. That would be not cool. So there are discounts right now, though. Get your free dining which we were not eligible for because we wouldn't be going for minimums four days. Um, But if you are interested in going to Disney in 2020 and seeing any of these exciting things that we just mentioned, um, you can reach out to me, Keenan, at keenan.meadows at captionthemagicvacations.com. If you know me on Twitter, P-O-O-W podcast, you can send me a direct message there or on Facebook, um, facebook.com forward slash travel with Keenan. 
and I'd be happy to set you up with, you know, information, itinerary stuff, free, no obligation quotes, just to get you started, to get you an idea of what it's going to cost. $200 deposit gets you in the door. And what's one thing I do love about Disney, even though it's super expensive, is you kind of pay it off over time. Yeah. There's not like a huge lump sum. Um, you got to say, oh, well, we're going to dump our savings into this trip and then fill up our savings again. You can actually chip away at it a little bit. Chip away at it and be safe where if something does happen. Right. You know, you just put the pause on the vacation, go back to savings. Anyway, I digress. I'd like to go to Disney in 2020. I think there's plenty of good stuff. Even if we don't make it, we're going to be seeing lots of movies, reviewing, talking about it. On our show, we'll do lots of cool stuff. We got lots planned. We're going to go back to doing more of like top five lists and, uh, you know, just interesting little quirks about the parks that and our Disney Oscars oh, are that's coming up. Yeah, so stay tuned. If you don't follow us on social media, start now because we are gearing up for the 2020 Disney Oscars and we're going to heavily involve the community this year. So stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Keenan gave you his our information for Twitter, etc. And then if you want to follow on Instagram, that is part of our world podcast, which will mostly be interacting with me. Rachel. Um, Yeah. And if you want to leave us a review, we always love to hear from you and any of our listeners, people that take the time out of their day to listen to little old us and be a part of our world. And we would love to read your review Mm -hmm. on the show. Yeah, And if you leave it anywhere other than Apple Music, send us a message because it's hard to check all those different. We don't check Spotify and Stitcher. We're available on all of those. The only one we really check regularly is Apple Music. So we will share any review that you send us, whether it's email, Twitter, Spotify, whatever. Um, but if it's on, if you listen to it, listen to us somewhere else and you leave a review there, let me know and I'll be happy to share it yes. on the show. And even if you don't share a review, thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And it's been an awesome journey so far. And I'm looking forward to 2020 and doing more with the show, having more guests on. Yeah. I don't know. I made resolutions last year with this podcast and we accomplished them all. Good job, Amazingly. Keenan. Well, you helped. Live, I showed up. The live stream and all sorts of stuff. But we're going to do more of that. I'd like to work in some giveaways Ooh. Yeah, and do some cool stuff. Maybe even if we make it to the parks, do a live from the parks recording. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So lots to look forward to. Not yeah. just with the stuff we covered in the parks and the movies and the Disney Plus, but in our own lives as well. Which is why Would we you call say this show our world? Part of our world. <laughs> yeah. So we hope you continue to stay a part of our world through 2020. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah. And we'll talk to you soon. Real soon. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.